0: Back again, back again, episode four, King, part two. What does it say? I asked, tilting the blade back and forth so the engravings caught the light. Reappeared at the writings, carved along the base of the blade, close to the guard. They will tear your city down. She said carefully, the soldier, and poet, and king. I know those words by heart. Perit periber civitad de ilms, rex et poeta et soldat. We, and you, you who bears this sword, will make collapse this city. We'll overthrow what came before, you soldier, and poet, and king. Or, go and tear this city down. But I couldn't yet translate for myself, and what she said was accurate enough. Who are they? I asked. The soldier and poet and king. Rhea grimaced and frowned just slightly, seeming to pick her words carefully. They are why you are here. And all will be explained, but not by me. And then suddenly occurred to me a question I should have thought to ask a long time before. If you know English, if you know this language, the language I speak, are you royal too? As I asked, I flinched. I'd assumed she wasn't in the way she stood and dressed. gilded than the people of court I'd seen but maybe she was just different than her family maybe the language itself denoted royal birth regardless of how the owner treated it here and I was but a strange outlier the idea cemented itself in my mind and suddenly feeling like a fool for not seeing it sooner I started to kneel remembering how the soldier prince had knocked my knees out from under me in front of his parents no she shot back before all else color warmed on her bronze cheeks and her eyes ducked away from mine no i i am not get up there are very few here who know your language the language of prophecy the language of the book but we have all known that when you come this is what you will speak i remember the prince taking off his helmet and addressing his pallid father on the throne hair of fire Dressed in gold. Magic in her veins. Is that what Vatakina Elohita means? Someone who speaks like me? She blinked rapidly. That is what they called you. Not the court or the soldiers, but the prince himself. I think, I said. There there were a lot of them that had said it. She nodded and looked again to the sword. It means chosen one. Prophecy, child. Oh, I said, as if the whole scene of earlier, the sword and tree and prince and magic had all been sheer happenstance, a huge cosmic joke that would soon be resolved, as if I hadn't woken up in a strange land and hadn't been able to find my way back. As if, even then, I had wanted to find my way back so you know English my language because you too are chosen no she snapped again just as defensive those who know how you speak have learned it from a book passed down among the Kings from parent to child for a long time And each time the book finds a new generation, another girl like me is taught, too, so that when you came, you would have a teacher and translator. I see, I said. And a friend? She hesitated. A friend, too? You found it, called a voice from across the courtyard. In tandem, Rhea and I startled and whirled around as the prince strode across the lawn, palms raised defensively. The prince grinned and began to talk with Rhea in the other language, Rhaizean, as he approached. He gestured not very subtly towards me, and I very awkwardly tried to avoid making accidental eye contact with him even as I stared until they seemed to finish whatever conversation they were having. After a half-second pause, the prince picked back up in English. Thank you, Rhea. I'll send... Elias, Rhea supplied, before I could even open my mouth, and I suddenly realized that despite having ridden with him for some hours, despite me having met his parents and called them king and the whole sword from the tree thing, neither of us knew the other's name. I'll send Elias up to you after we finish talking. He smiled at her again, and she nodded and turned back towards the castle. I tried not to seem nervous. I was very nervous, being this close to a cute dark-eyed prince who knew a lot more about the world around me than I did, and who could be, if the day prior was any indication, very loud and scary when he wanted to be. So I tried to quell my heart, which I feared was beating so loudly it would betray my fear straight up. I don't know your name, I blurted out, and then instantly regretted the way my tone came off. but. Either he was too polite to react to it, or he genuinely hadn't noticed. "'It's Cassius Rex,' he replied. "'But... Cassian. Call me Cassian.' "'Rex meaning king,' I said, half to myself, and then repeated it louder upon his sideways glance. "'Rex meaning king,' I said, definitely trying to sound like I hadn't just learned that from where it was engraved on my sword.' I gestured vaguely to the circlet that sat on his head. Very subtle, aren't royals meant to have names taller than they are? He almost seemed taken aback at my half jab, but it it was true, every royal I'd read about had a string of titles that trailed after their first name like streamers. Maybe where you come from, he said. He crossed his arms and tossed his dark curls back from his face. The circlet atop his head glinted in the light. "'But that is hardly necessary. "'Only the poor feel the need to find meaning in their names, "'unless they trail on until something can be divined from it.' "'Your name means king,' I said. "'That seems like meaning.' "'That's fact,' he said, tone hardening a decibel. "'Not a projection of a grand destiny never meant to come to fruition. "'I took the name Cassian when I turned twelve, "'but Rex has always been my family name.' and then he stopped and shook his head the corner of his mouth quirking i'm sorry there's been a lot of discord lately with the name king and i've jumped right into defending myself before you've even had chance to breathe what do you mean i asked i realized i was much more a prince than a princess when i was 12 he said and became cassius rex well cassian my friends call me cassian That wasn't a problem for me never was or would have been but it didn't answer my question no no with rex with king what do you mean he took a breath then paused it's a long explanation and not one i'd like to do standing if possible he gestured to the great tree behind us with its copper veined leaves waving gently in the breeze care to set i did And he sat down after me, maybe eight or nine inches between us. Tiny wildflowers peppered the ground around the base of the trunk, blues and purples and whites nestled among the few exposed roots. Cassian caught my eye as I stared at the odd little flowers. Not quite the same as what I knew, but familiar in their defiance of monoculture, familiar in the way I'd gotten used to searching them out among the green of the grass. He grinned, again, crookedly just the corner of his mouth quirking upwards as I skimmed my free hand over their tiny trumpets. "'The gardener hates them, but I refuse to let him do a thing about them,' he said. I looked up to him then and smiled back, because it felt awkward not to. This was a prince, and he was all the things a prince ought to be, valiant and, yes, handsome in a golden, regal sort of way. A lover of flowers, a protector of the small things that others forget. But this was also a boy who pulled me from a house where I didn't understand a thing, and pushed me onto my knees in front of his father, and fear was stronger than any valiantly hot vibes that he gave off. What are they called? I asked, thankful for the space between us and thankful for the control in my voice. He frowned. I don't know the exact names for them, but they're... Um, brave... flowers? Uh, tiny... brave... flowers. In... in your language. I chuckled, and then quickly tried to shut it off as a flush crept into his cheeks, but the redder he got, the harder it was to shut up. I, I don't know what the word would be, he defended, if it's not that. We call them wildflowers, I said. I'm sorry for laughing. Wildflowers, he repeated, softly and carefully, and I nodded. And here? I asked, nestling my sword into the grass and leaves and wildflowers beside me. What do you call them in... in here? In the language of... Thir. I'd forgotten the word Rhea had used, besides it starting with an R. Cassian pulled a tiny iris-colored wildflower from the ground and twirled it between his fingers. Rhysaeon, he said gently. The language of here. Rhysaeon. Rhysaeon. I repeated and promised myself that this time I would not forget. And wild flowers are cold. Fret's floors, he said, the word falling from his mouth like a friend. Which is brave flowers, I guessed. The flesh came back just a little bit. Yes? You could also call them... uh, Savastre Flor. I tilted my head. Which is... Untamed flower. Unwanted flower, he said. Oh, I said, but it came out more like an... Which is why I say Fretz floors. Because they are brave, not unwanted. Cassian passed the flower to me, and my heart did not change pace as his fingers brushed mine. He leaned back against the bark of the old tree. But that isn't why we sat down, Elias, from somewhere. He looked back to me, smirking. Is there more to that name? A grand projection of destiny? It's just Elias, I said, but that wasn't true. I had a last name and an embarrassing string of middle names that my parents had seemed fit to gift me, but Elias was easier. Just Elias, he said. Elias from somewhere. I laughed and thought about Georgia. Elias from nowhere. Elias from beyond here, he corrected. I rolled my eyes. Which you are certain of, because... Cassian pulled one leg up towards his chest. This is why we sat down. I'm going to tell you a story, Elias, from somewhere. It begins with a book filled with prophecy and ends someday soon some leagues away from the city with a group of rebels that would burn this world to the ground. It ends with you and me and a person yet to be found, but that's farther ahead already. Well, then how does it begin? I asked. Long ago, he said, my family was entrusted with a book filled with your language by a very powerful girl. We were told to keep the book safe and to never forget what was inside, so each generation took on the knowledge and held the book and learned to speak like that ancient girl. She was from a somewhere too, a beyond I believe must be the same as yours. It said much, but the most important piece was a story about a girl who would come from beyond, dressed in gold with hair like fire. This girl, the girl that starts it all, would find two others to make a soldier poet king, and the three of them would defeat the coming tyrant. The way to know, beyond the coming that was predicted, was if she could wake the buried magic. He caught a leaf on the wind, copper, gold, green. And nodded to my sword. You did that, and thus, the prophecy has begun. So, there are three. I asked, trying not to feel both overly self-important and so crushingly anxious, at the idea that one, I was not this child of prophecy, but some poor stand-in, and that there was a big mistake that had occurred, or two. That I was, but that I'd somehow screw it up so colossally that the damage would be irrevocable. If there were three, that meant at least that there would be checks and balances, but I wasn't particularly good at fighting or singing or being a leader. All of my choices as prophecy child seemed to lead back to that first option. That oh god I was gonna screw this up. You, we think, Cassian said. Are the soldier meant to change the world? I thought back to what he had said so surely. Rex meaning king? That's fact. Not a grand projection of a destiny never meant to come to fruition. And you think you are the king? It wasn't said with any note of incredulity, but he stiffened all the same. It fits with the prophecy. And the two are meant to find each other first, and they're supposed to work closely together. There's a reason you were brought here, Elias. You're meant to find the other two, and we know the tyrant has come, the rebels in the hills laying cities low. It makes sense that the 2 we king would be as much a part of the prophecy as the girl who starts it all, no? I nodded. Yup, I was going to mess this up well what else does it say it says that all three are the same age he said I was born 17 summers ago and he hesitated I could hear the apprehension in his voice uh, the possibility that everything he dreamt for himself could fall apart with my answer 1203 happy birthday happy birthday to me as far as I'd known, I'd turned 17 the day before. Yesterday was my birthday, I said. I- I'm 17, too. He breathed out, slowly, eyes half-closing. <sighs> Relief. He tried to play it off, too. A- autumn child, it suits you. Thank you, I said, like rose red in the camera shop. An answer is a question. I cleared my throat. So, I'm the soldier, and you're the king. Well, what about the poet? The poet that he'd mentioned, our third, the last name that shouted to me from the sword, Go and tear the city down, Rex et Poeta et Soldat. We will find them. It says we will find them he sounded just as much as if he were trying to convince himself we have time we're both here the third will come and then what I asked we win that statement so bold a proclamation and a plea at once hung in the air given to the gods and who knows what else then Cassian stood brushing off his pants and offering me a hand up. I took it without a thought, infinitely more comfortable with the boy king that stood before me now, one as unsure of his future as I was mine, than the princeling who'd found me the day before. Back Again, Back Again is written and produced by me, Abigail Eliza. If you'd like to hear more about the show, visit us on Twitter, Instagram, or Tumblr at BackAgainPodcast, or on TikTok at Abigail Eliza Writes. Our outro music is Nightingales by Pierce Murphy from the album To Japan, and is licensed under an attribution license. The song is retrieved from freemusicarchive.org. Visit the description of this episode for full copyright information and a link to the page. Sound effect attribution, similarly, can be found in the episode description. If you've made it this far, thanks for sticking around. You are important in this world and have a role that no one else can fill. You are loved. I hope you have a wonderful day.